Hi everybody, welcome to another Prog Report podcast interview. This is Roy, hope everybody's doing okay. Among all the bands reuniting and releasing records this year, uh, there has been a new band that has just come out called 6x6, which is a new uh, quote-unquote supergroup featuring three musicians. You may have heard of this already. The album is out now, uh, the debut album by 6x6, featuring Robert Berry, Nigel Glockler from Saxon, and Ian Crichton from Saga. And the three of them have put together a killer rock record. Uh, Again, it's a self-titled album out on Inside Out Music. It's out now. I had a chance to interview the three guys before the album was released. Actually, I think before the first single was even released. And uh, it's been released on snippets uh, in in pieces uh, throughout the band's uh, socials and the label socials. But uh, now that the album's out, uh, I wanted to get a chance to share the full interview with you guys here. uh, Audio version. So please enjoy. Uh, And if you haven't checked out the album, there's three singles out now, I believe. Um, Save the Night, China, and Yearning to Fly. All great. The album's really killer. If you like good rock with a little bit of prog thrown in, I highly recommend it. So check out my interview with 6x6. Hi, everybody. Uh, My name is Roy Avon, and I have the incredible honor of speaking with three legendary musicians, Robert Berry, Ian Crichton, and Nigel Glocker, uh, now officially known as new band Six by Six. Pleasure to meet you, gentlemen. Hey, hi. Great to meet you. Yeah. So uh, as we're doing this, you know, obviously over Zoom, you guys are together in your studio. So just let us know where you are and, and what you're doing right now that you, you guys are together. I guess I better take that one. Yeah. We are actually about 50 minutes south of San Francisco, a place called San Jose. This is Campbell. Uh, we're right in the heart of Silicon Valley, where Apple is two miles that way. Netflix is a half a mile that way. Uh, eBay is five blocks that way. I mean, we're right in the middle of it in this little unincorporated kind of town that's very quaint here where the studio is. And uh, basically, from our respective countries, we'll say England, yeah. and Canada, and Campbell. <laughs> that's my country. Uh, we got together to do photos, recording, everything. It's great. Uh, you know, I'm really excited about this new record. I mean, certainly the world uh, will have a chance to hear it very soon. Um, incredible stuff, guys. It's it's really, really great. But let's start in the beginning uh, and talk about how the band came together. Yeah, I will say that, you know, I had a band with Keith Emerson and we lost Keith Emerson. And at that point, my manager, Nick Shilton, I said, God, I'd really kind of like to go more guitar and do something. We were talking about, what am I going to do now? You know, that that's gone. He's gone. I can't keep that going. And uh, he thought about it for a night and he called me. He goes, what about Ian? I thought, well, for what I want to do, what I, with the vision of what I think would be really special, Ian was the perfect and the only choice kind of. And then Nick got a hold of Ian and uh said this guy in campbell california wants to start a band and you said where's Campbell? i'm busy (laughs) (laughs) where's where's campbell yeah 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 really i mean from (laughs) it was just an idea and somebody that i really wanted to work with you know there's a lot of power chords and flaming solos going on guitar players aren't making up parts like 
don't know, orchestrated stuff, you know. And there's very few guys that can do that. Steve Howe <clears> does it, then Ian does it, but he does it with the power of an Eddie Van Halen kind of. So like, no. So I mean, they contacted you, and you said, <laughs> "I'm interested. Let's yeah. let's see what's going on here." So we started a uh, slow process of uh, material back and forth, and uh, took a while. It took uh, yeah, yeah. almost a year doing this. Um, and it was just working out really well. Robert's arranging chops are um, great. I, I came up with all kinds of parts and Robert sent them back to me with finished ends and, 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 and all this stuff polished. And I'm wow, you know, this is really sounding good. So the more it went on, the more I was getting excited about it. And uh, just uh, both feet, both hands dove in, you know. There was never any like tugging to, oh, you know, no, I don't want to head that way or no, I don't, everything he sent me was so inspiring to me for what I thought, oh, this is what I really want to do next. And this guy, Ian, he's sending these great things, you know, ideas. It was, I hate to say it was easy because we worked super hard, but it was the process itself. Yeah. The door opened and creativity just came flooding out. Yeah. Much. We wrote other material too that hasn't made this record. So we actually have a few songs uh, on the wayside. Yeah. That's great. And, uh, and Nigel, uh, you know, you and Robert have history with the uh, GTR, uh, you know, back in yeah. the day. Uh, yeah. Had you had you guys kept in touch over the years? Robert came to, um, to a Saxon gig in uh, San Jose. Wasn't San Jose? It? Yeah. yeah. And we sort of, so we sort of reconvened, shall we say then, and we kept in touch since then. And then, um, you know, obviously he was doing his stuff. I was doing my stuff with Saxon and thing. And then suddenly I got a text from Robert out of the blue saying, uh, doing this thing with Ian and uh, we've decided you're the guy. You're the guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's no choice. Yeah, you are go. the guy. <laughs> so, and, uh, you know, it was it was great. because I mean, I, I've always loved Ian's playing, you know, and, uh, you know, working with Robert was great in the GTR thing. So I sort of jumped at the chance to do it. It was brilliant. And um, so flew over here, you know, and um, the guy sent me the tracks to have a listen to it, came over here and put the, put the drums down. Yeah. And, and here we are. Here we are. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it was great. And it's, and it's, you know, I think it was fun. It is fun. And I think music has got to be fun. You've got to enjoy what you're doing. And, you know, we all get on great. I had a blast doing the kit doing the drums and everything and and it's great i'm really excited about the whole thing uh robert when you were starting to write the material for the record uh and ian yourself as well and you were sending ideas back and forth how long was that process before you really start laying down the official tracks and and coming up with what are what's going to be the songs on the album you know it's interesting for me because i have done a lot of different styles a lot of different bands really great bands but there's always a, a process that it takes to do it. And when Ian sent me, right off the bat, the very first thing he sends me, I'm like, oh my God. And I believe it had some couple, you know, little rhythm kind of things, but it also had a solo section, you know, and basically a song just kind of poured out of me, which is how I used to work with Keith Emerson. You know, he made up parts and I'd write the songs around it. <clears throat> and I thought, this is really going to be special, but immediately, right? In the first song, I might even been 
yearning to fly. fly. What? Yeah. yeah. It's like, wow. It just came together magically. It, it did take us the whole year to sort of write an album's worth of worthy songs. Like I said, we have a couple unworthy ones and a couple that just are too long to fit on this album. Yeah. But uh, to get 10, it took, took the year. And then, of course, talking to Nigel about it and making sure that, you know, we had that really solid drummer in it. Um, that was maybe nine months into it because we were just writing for a long time. You know, we thought until we really have something, we don't want to burden anybody else with it. <laughs> but um, I don't know if I answered the question or not, but it, it was just such an organic, natural process. It's hard to believe when you listen to the music that it came together the way it did. Yeah. No, absolutely. I Well, that leads me to to the sound of the of the band itself uh you know it, it has it has recognizable flavors to it but it's also very unique uh you know how would you describe the sound of the band and if you're trying to tell somebody what it's about and get them to listen to it come on man. <laughs> oh god <laughs> i don't know i mean you know for me yeah I mean, it's a rock band you know i mean coming from a sort of a heavy rock background, shall we say? You know, to me, it 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 is like a it's almost like a heavy, a melodic heavy rock band, but with with sort of little sort of touches here and there of something a bit more proggy. Yeah, you know? absolutely. That's the that's the only way I can sort yeah. of think about it. Really, you know, it's high energy stuff. You know, um, powerful, yeah. but very melodic, which is something you know I I'm a sort of I just love melody. You know, um, for me, it's got to have melody in it. You know, Ian, uh, how does Six by Six compare for you musically with Saga? And, and does it change how you approached your playing at all uh, with this writing versus what you do in that band? <laughs> well, yeah, it, it did change my style a bit. Um, this record is, is you know, it's, uh, it's guitar based, drums, basically. So Saga has... Uh, many keyboards so that's the big difference there and it's given me uh, a lot of freedom to uh be loud and proud <laughs> you know and uh it's 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 been really nice doing that you know and you know we have created this style which is uh you know i don't feel we're not roped into uh all these kinds of rock you know it's 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 got a mixture of we're heavy. We got some a lot of prog parts, but then there's other parts. I, so there's parts of the record I almost feel are are almost psychedelic '60s kind of thing, you know. Points. Yeah, you but, know what's interesting yeah. about about some of the parts that you play uh, that those are very memorable, almost to, like lyrical pat parts that you can sing along afterwards. You you know a lot of times you take a song and you sing a chorus later on when you're walking around the house. And I walk around singing the guitar part to "Yearning to Fly" as a as a thing. You know what I mean? Oh, really? And exactly. That's that's the beauty of what he does too. He has. I mean, I I feel like maybe he had a little bit of a you're like a little bit of a cage with Saga with here's what you do, and then you just unlock that cage and yeah. <laughs> came out burning on the guitar stuff <laughs> and. Even the solos I can sing reminds me of going back to a Beatles record where you could sing the guitar solo, right? Yeah. He's got solos that are just tone-wise amazing. Yeah. And 
I don't know, every song, the parts, there's no like this power chord ringing out, you know? It's got his stuff. It's got to have stuff. Got to have stuff. Have stuff. <laughs> you know, Nigel, I want to ask you the same type of right. question coming from your work with Saxon. Yeah. Um, you know, how, how did you approach this music any differently or, or maybe not? Well, I mean, I've always been a bit of, you know, I've always been a bit of a prog head anyway. And I was, I've never sort of really sort of counted myself as like a sort of heavy metal, heavy rock drummer per se, you know, I'm, I guess, you know, an influence, an early influence for me was probably like Bill Ward of Black Sabbath more than someone like Bonham because Bill was a bit more jazzy, you know, and then, and then, um, you know, I was listening to a lot of fusion stuff like Billy Cobham. I mean, that's that's my background. And, uh, you know, and bands like PFM, the Italian prog band and stuff. That, mm, yeah. Those are my drum heroes, you know, more so than the than the heavy rock thing. So I always tried with within the Saxon framework, I always tried to make it a little bit different. But, uh, you know, this is. This is very comfortable for me playing wise, this whole thing, because I'm, I'm just into great songs and, you know, great playing and great solos and what have you. And this for me is just perfect. Uh, you know, Robert, um, you've been involved with a lot of bands. Obviously, we talked about GTR and working with Keith Emerson and Ambrosia and, and a lot of other a lot of other bands. Um, you know, how do you compare six by six to those musically? How do they stack up? Yeah, you know, it's so different, yet palatable in the in the rock world. I mean, it really is different. I keep bringing up the, the long sustained power chords. We're, we're not doing that, you know. Uh, Ian always has a thing going. Um, that's boy, it's hard for me. I've spent so much time <laughs> with the the last year working on stuff and being deeply into it that I sit back and I go, God, I really like this. This is really where I want to be and what I love doing. But to explain it, you yeah. know, it's like, I don't know. Mm. You know, it's got all the elements that I like. I can say that. I uh, On the last album I did with, with Keith, I mean, after he was gone, I decided to go a little bit more guitar-oriented. And uh, that's nothing, not even close to what 6x6 has done. I mean, it's way over my expectations and my hope to work with a guitar oriented album that had stuff like it's got to say stuff yeah, it's it got stuff it yeah. really has some powerful parts and like you said the the singable melodies and all uh oh i wish i could come up with something better yeah than that, no but, yeah. sorry really. i'm just excited about it, it yeah so. me too i'm just interrupting i'm you know even if i wasn't in this band this is an album i would buy you know because i just Love the stuff. The I'm gonna stuff, have, I'm gonna have one to sell you pretty soon. Fantastic. Okay, <laughs> give me a discount. Yeah. You know, I, I want to ask about the album being self-titled as well, uh, and the decision to go with that as uh, as the first uh, you know release for the group. Yeah, I, I, I from a from my point of view, I think sometimes if you title an album by one of the tracks, sometimes it can put the onus on too much on that one track. It didn't make sense. Yeah. It didn't make sense to call it something. Yeah. Uh, we're not, you know, some ethereal type of name, the advent of, you know, whatever, <laughs> you know, it just doesn't make sense for us. I mean, you know, the band is six by six and that's what the first record's going to be. No statement, no title. Yeah. Um, 
you know, no onus on on a, a certain song or, or something ethereal about what we're doing and all that. This is uh, you know straight to the six by six. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, well, I actually want to I want to talk about the band name as well because it's a really cool band name and it's one I hadn't would never have thought of before. But where does six by six come from? Oh man! <laughs> well, we got six arms, yeah, six, six feet, six eyes, and six balls. Fine. Uh, we were throwing around names, and it was kind of funny because we had a couple that we liked, right? And we thought a few yeah. things, and as soon as you Google them. There's a band with that name. I don't right. care what it is. I think I was talking to Nigel. I said, look up some really nasty thing, right? Mm-hmm. Really vulgar. He looks That's it up. Right. Son of a gun. This yeah, is called that, right? Wikipedia. There you yeah, go. It's, <laughs> they have everything. One of my big things at first was the length of human DNA. I looked it up and it was six feet, six inches, it said. And I thought, wow, six foot six yeah there we go right so that, that was we thought everybody loved that well there's a <laughs> band called six foot six of course of course and uh then it just looked good too the, the two sixes so we sort of talked about it how could we make it work now yeah me personally i love the s in saxon and the s in saga just the way it looks and i like the x in saxon so i'm thinking yeah, six. I mean, the number six covers a lot of territory. And then we're all going, what does it mean? Well, I don't know. Psychedelic, <laughs> well, I, right? I just told you what it meant. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. yeah. Six balls, six we eyes. Six feet. That's, a, that's as good an explanation as any. It works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, I, I you say. know, I, I think the, the decision that you guys are, are, are wanting to make a clear across to people is that this is not a one-off project. This isn't you know, you guys getting together and you're never going to speak again. This is a band. This is something that you guys are going to go out there and play and record uh, multiple albums. You know, talk about that and trying to make a commitment to this thing. Yeah, I mean, we, mm. you know, we, funnily enough, yesterday we were talking about the live thing, weren't we? What we'd have to do technology-wise and everything to do this live. So, yeah, I mean, we, we want to go out and, and tour. <laughs> 